welcome to the 5050 podcast i hope you're having a great day my name is benson and i'm austin if you haven't listened before 5050 podcast is a weekly theme-based podcast where we each bring a theme to the table and share stories around those topics first off we haven't seen each other in a while benson how you been uh you know man it's it's been good it's been a while but um it's good i actually had uh jury duty federal jury duty it was federal uh, grand jury duty and it was the first time ever getting called in and it sucked i was terrified and no one especially people who work no one wants to get called in in jury duty right so we walk in and it was i think there was like at least 500 people on the line it was so bad and we were like waiting in line just to get into the courthouse right it was just it was mayhem everyone was like I obviously don't want to be here. This sucks. Why am I doing this? Why am I trying to do a public service? Why am I being a good citizen kind of thing? And um, it was interesting because when you walk in and you get checked in, obviously you do, you know, the security stuff. And you walk in and everyone's like, okay, well, choose a seat. You sit there, you get like, oh, and then they try to like make it sound like jury duty is super important, which it is. You know, everyone knows just to keep, you know, the courts in check and stuff and have a fair and balanced jury. Um, but it was like, I'm going to say around 500 people and they would separate us off. Like, if you want an excuse, sit here and talk to a judge. And I think the more she said, make sure this is, this is the only time you can say, you know, I want to get excused from this. So I think more than half of the people wanted to go make a case and excuse. But the thing about federal jury duty is it's actually six months to a year to serve. Wait, what? That's a really long time. It's six months to a year if you get chosen as a juror. And yesterday, they were planning on getting 60 people out of 500, which is pretty high. And so once they're like, yeah, so this is different from county, you're actually going to be here for six months. You'll be on call for six months to a year, depending on how the case goes. I'm like, ain't nobody, like, legit, no one has time for that. Like, if you have a job and you're not... You know, and you actually have a lot of bills to pay. Why would you be like, oh, yeah, this is great. I want to get started on my jury duty. You know, is there anyone who's actually like, wow, OK, sure. It sounds fun. You know, honestly, people who like didn't want to sit in the excuse section, the people who was like, oh, I want to get started right now or are like either pretty old white people who are like kind of retired. You can tell they're retired. Um, their moms or they're just like really young. The youngest people there is like people I think who have no jobs and like. I don't, this is just speculation. I don't know if that's true, but it wouldn't make sense that if you have a job that you would want to be on call. So, like, they're like, okay, well, say you get chosen. Like, okay, Austin, you're going to be juror a Thursday. So every Thursday for the next six months to a year, you call to make sure the CD You have to you call in. in they don't call you. And you get – yeah. N- no, they call you and you have to call in. So you, you might be a Thursday person, but so you call on Wednesday night. But they can call you some other days and have that's, you go in. That's horrible. They just got to give you a couple of notes. No, it's horrible. And it's six months to a year. That's a ridiculous amount of time. And so when I heard that, I was like, all right, later, I'm going to go to an excuse section. So I think the first I was in at eight o'clock and in the first two hours, they're like just people lining up to talk one by one to each judge and say, oh, this they're like, oh, hi, I'm judge, whatever. You know, why are you here? Like, what kind of excuse are you trying to make? Pretty much pretty much what they said. And I was like, I got to think about this. So I was like in the middle of the pack. So I got to think and look at how I got the judge that she was turning down the most people. Like, <laughs> the most people, like, didn't get an excuse. Granted like, yeah, from hey, your reason is bullshit. Like, you can't just say you yeah. don't want to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay, fine. Let, uh, uh. I even lined myself perfectly because in East section has two judges. And I want one was the easy joke. He's like some white male who's like, 
white old man who's like super chill like laughing with everyone he talks to and then the other one's like some middle-aged lady who is just like kind of look like kind of mean or whatever but um i plan myself like this person's gonna go here this guy's gonna go here but then it messed up it's like okay well i got the lady and you know like they're actually pretty nice about like what i did was that that no one did was help uh before we started uh before the judges came in the people were like okay so make sure you address the judge like hello your honor I mean, good morning, Your Honor. My name is, and no one did that. Like, not yo, Your Honor. Uh, I ain't gonna go do jury duty. <laughs> no, like at once, like they just walk in, gave him the card, and then and then she was the first one to talk. So what I did was like I talked, "Hello, Your Honor. Good morning. Uh, my name is Benson. Uh, here's my card," and I shook her hand. And like once I did that, she like was smiling the entire time. It's like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Like this is this is this is uh, where I wanted to go. And um, it was pretty cool. And then she just asking me why I didn't want to go. And then it's like, oh, well, you know, I have to pay bills. I actually legit have to pay bills. I'm giving most of my paycheck away anyways to my parents. So, like, she kind of understood that. And she actually, during our one-on-one meeting, I was, like, the fastest one out. She actually was like, oh, 30, within 30 seconds, she just signed my name, says I'm excused. And it's like, all right, you're good. You're good to go. And then she actually ended up talking to me more about, like, what my parents did and stuff. So it was like the best case scenario ever yeah, you got off scot-free and dude. i'm so glad i didn't get chosen but yeah that's about it no i got off scot-free and it was a good experience because and now they actually can't call me for the next few years and they, you know what it's totally random but once you get called apparently you get like removed from the database and people they say it's like legit a once in a lifetime they like they really try to play it as if like oh you're so lucky you it's got like chosen you get to serve a civil deed that everyone wants to do that was like the whole spiel. <laughs> yeah, it's like you won the lottery. I'm like, no, this sucks. <laughs> like, but you know, some people like it, some people don't. I just don't have the time. I don't. I'm not in the, in the right place to to do that. But yeah, that was that's what I did yesterday. It was fun. I even got about to go back to work and I got to do my work. So that was cool. That day, they don't pay you unless you were the people who are um like ready to start. So if you get excused. Yeah, if you if you get chosen, you that's pretty you terrible. Get paid like they say, like forty dollars a day, but it's better than like the county. But like, yeah, you get paid like forty dollars a day, and I mean, some people actually make forty dollars a day, you know. <laughs> and so if true, if you're I further guess. away, they reimburse you for mileage. Well, they reimburse you for mileage regardless. So they pay you for mileage if you're fur- further uh, far enough. They reimburse you for hotel room too, and everything like that, and food. Oh, the hotel room is, like, the one that's going to be expensive. Yeah, and, and that's why, like, some people actually kind of, like, wanted to do it, I guess. I don't know. But I was like, I don't have time. I can't I can't be on call. Like, you, then, you, then you don't even know your own schedule. That's kind of dumb. And it's like, but whatever. Like, that's just how it is. And it's, you know, jury duty is super important. But, you know, it for some people, you just can't do it. Like, myself, I just can't afford to be doing this. They only really needed, like, 10% of the people, so... No, they were getting 60. Yeah, around 10%, right. But, like, when you sit down and then of all... Everyone... Almost everyone got... A lot of people got excused, too. So, so the two aisle seats were the areas where, like, they're getting filtered out to get excused. And there's only the middle area. And that area was around... When I started, it was maybe, like, 100-something people in that pool. So, when you're thinking about 60 people in that pool, a section who wanted to start doing jury duty, like, you have a pretty high chance of getting selected. So, I think that's why everyone ended up actually going to file an excuse. (laughs) But, yeah. That's kind of... It was interesting, man. That's fun. At least you got to experience the the relief of not getting chosen. 
Yeah, and now I actually have to serve county <laughs> next month. I got another jury summons. You got two jury duty summons? No, at the same same uh, same week, yeah. But then uh, what's really cool is if you serve federal, then you can actually get excused from everything else. It, it takes precedence. So if you serve federal, which I technically did, then you just tell the county people and then you get waived for the next few years too. So like I'm, I'm chill. But the thing is like, I'm 22 and I already got called. I already had four letters of summons for jury duty. So I've been called almost every single year. Wow. That's so that sucks. Lo- the lottery, you know, the lottery. But, yeah. So they say some people attract certain things. I guess you attract jury duty summons. Uh, yeah, that's my life right there. Lucky man. you. I wish you could just win the lottery. Instead. Yeah, I actually want to win the actual beneficial lottery. I don't want to win the jury duty lottery, you know? Oh, God. But anyways, that's that's what I did. That's, like, the biggest story because I was, like, actually really terrified of it. I was like, I don't want to get chosen. But, yeah, that's about it. What about you? How you been doing, man? So for the last few weeks, we haven't really been recording just because we've been a little bit busy with certain things. I just went to a wedding, which was kind of crazy. I, like, I can't believe how much money get spent on a wedding and it's you know Ooh. just one day i guess it's a couple of days because you have like mm-hmm. a rehearsal and then you have your actual day but they spend right. like thousands and thousands of dollars on a wedding that is so unbelievable. Yeah. but my favorite part about weddings is that they have you know open bar so yeah you end up seeing all your your <laughs> relatives just like okay well it's technically free i suppose right right i mean they already paid for it might as well put it to use yeah, if they're going to spend the money, you know, you don't want to let them waste their money, right? Right. Was it was it like in a really nice venue and all that or was it a private one? Yeah, or? it was actually in a hotel. So a lot of the family had hotel hotel rooms that they stayed in afterwards. So they're like, oh. well, open bar, I'm not driving. That's pretty good. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. And it was like, was it was it like an Asian wedding? <laughs> was it like a traditional Asian wedding? Yeah, there was mostly Asian people, but there was a lot of regular. Oh, I say regular, regular, but, regular. I mean, there's people. a lot of non-Asian people there too, because family friends, and then the groom, their half their family is uh, Caucasian, so there was a lot of okay. mixture. But there was a lot of Asian people too. Was it like, like you know what? Like I don't know about you, but my Facebook feed, people are getting married. You know, my age are getting married and stuff, and like I, I hate it. I like not hate it because. I don't want to think about weddings, dude. I don't know how it pops into someone's mind. Like, oh, I want to get married at like 23. I'm not, I don't know, whoever your wedding person was probably wasn't 23, but I'm just saying like, oh, that thing scares me. I don't want to get married right now. That's, I don't know how other people are doing it. So when uh, they pass out the bouquet, you you shove Emily out of the way like you can't. No, catch yeah, that. like I'm like, you're not catching <laughs> that. I will slap it out of your hand or something like like you are not catching that but oh, you know like and, and it's just thing like man i don't understand why people spend tens of thousand dollars yeah of course it's you know generally speaking it's like you know it, it's for the for the women you know and like not like the guy's not enjoying it but like i think growing up as a woman or as a girl you kind of have like a fantasy wedding and you're trying to like plan that out you know like you kind of like romanticize it which it should be but I'm also, like, very practical or try to think very logically. And it's like, man, I'm not going to s- drop 10 Gs or whatever on this and drop another X amount of money on your engagement ring and your wedding ring and all that stuff. I mean, I would do it, but I'm, I'm saying, like, you don't need to spend so much money to the point where you're spending it all on a wedding when you can put oh, a down payment really on a house. You're like, a you new know? house or, you know, a one-day wedding. But it's it's the day of their, like, it's 
it's a once in a lifetime thing though so right yeah well i mean yeah i understand it both ways but like i'm like you know like we don't need 500 people showing up at our wedding you know like we don't need all of that that's just unnecessary but that's just me being a pessimist and i think and me just being like a well, i don't really like marriage stuff anyways but yeah that's about it but it ends up adding up quickly you know you don't think you're gonna have 500 but like yeah. if you and it sucks married. because my fam right yeah like all two friends are gonna that are actually gonna return my rsvp but yeah Ouch. Uh, <laughs> um but yeah i don't know it's just it's just a i don't know I don't know. I don't really want to say dig myself a hole or anything, but I'm just saying because Emily's like right here. But <laughs> yeah, Emily's right behind but, you. Yeah. Blink, blink twice <laughs> if you need to uh, be picked. I don't up. think blinking would help you help you help me. <laughs> yeah, I can't really see you, so I don't know. Say, say say something outrageous if you need me to come pick you up. No, I guess not. Right. I'll tell. I'll say like help me, help me. But yeah, that was basically what I've been doing for the last few weeks. Oh. I, I think I drank to the point where I ended up breakdancing on the on the ballroom floor. Wait, during the wedding, yeah? Well, no, after, like, when they have the open dance floor, I was like, oh, uh-huh. okay, well, I can dance, which is totally not true. Dude, that is, that's really ballsy, you know? Like, I, I can't dance in, at weddings. I feel like it's yeah. super weird. I mean, yeah, it's mostly family. Because you're dancing with, like, family and, like, f- close friends that you've known since you were a little kid. And you know, I don't know, but dude, when you when when Austin Wong, the legend, the breakdance legend, starts getting closer to the floor, you know he's having a good time. He's a little yeah. Lit, you I know? mean, my family was like, "Wait, what?" Because I don't usually do that. You know, I don't really <laughs> drink that much around family. So when I when I did, I was like, I was breakdancing right. on the floor, and my family was like, "Oh my god!" My mom was horrified. Well, she was proud and horrified. She's like, "Good, I guess." It's embarrassing, but it was it was fun. It was worthwhile. Yeah, I think I think being able to get to the point where you don't care and just dance in front of family and friends that's pretty fun. I think that's that's pretty fun. Maybe we're I'm just too self conscious about no, it. No, it was fun. That right? sounds just, really fun. I haven't really been able to experience that with my family because you know not being 21 uh, before meant that like you go to a wedding but you really shouldn't drink. I mean you probably could, but it's just like awkward. But now I'm 22. I'm like, well, I, it's mm-hmm. fine. Maybe not so fine. Maybe I should have cut back a little bit earlier before I break dance on the floor. But <laughs> well, I think it's at a point where, like, as long as you're not throwing up, your parents don't care, and and your parents are there. Yeah. Anyways. And then I was staying at the hotel room. I wasn't driving, so I thought I was fine. Yeah, you're not driving or anything. Yeah, I think that that kind of gave them yeah. peace of mind. They probably had a good kick out of it. It's like, that's my son. That's my son right there. Doing those yeah. moves. Oh God! So we're starting Fifty Fifties new format. This new format we're starting. Uh, we each bring a topic. Me and Benson choose a topic to bring to the table, and then we will talk about both. And so it justifies the name Fifty Fifty. One half is me. One half is you. Yay! Yeah. So for uh-huh. my topic, I thought about high school athletics. How when you're in them okay. as a in high school you think that's i think you go in thinking that you can become really good or like the next star but in reality you end up just goofing off with friends and then you don't end up i mean you can do well but at the end of the day do you even keep up with your high school athletics bents um i mean it depends on where you start and your school i think like my school was just like some suburban 
you know, mostly Asian school that, I mean, yeah, we had athletics, but we weren't really known for, <laughs> you know, swimming and water polo. It's not really hit our demographic too much. You know, that's what I did for four years. I did both sports and I don't know, like I, I knew to the point where like, yeah, we can get really good, but I don't know. Like, I don't think that there was much of a future if you swim in these smaller or did sports in these smaller high schools. Like you're like other other high schools like Loyola or like La Cunada where they like have a bunch of talent or they have such a good name to them that people want to move to your district just for a specific sport. That's where you get people who, you know, train to be Olympians or like qualify to be Olympian trials, like trial, you know, Olympics. And so, you know, a lot of my schools in my um, division or, or were like that. They were like, you know, La Cunada, San Marino, and there were like some swimmers and water polo players, not water polo players, but some more swimmers that actually competed and qualified for Olympic time. So it depends on, you know, what league you're in. But yeah, it was all right, you know. You did tennis, right? How was that? Oh, man. I didn't really do tennis that competitively. I mm-hmm. mostly just had fun with friends. So right. I, I don't think I ever felt like, because I've, I've seen the the type of high school athletics where when you lose the game, your whole team breaks down and, you know, starts crying. Like, we could have done it. We could have gone farther. But my team, if we ever lost, it's like, ah, oh, gee, that sucks. <laughs> but it's really not that big a deal. So, right. like, most of the time, or actually the whole time I played in, in JV tennis, which is just, like, clown fiesta over there. Clown fiesta, so yeah. We end up just doing whatever we really want. So... There was this big problem we had. Well, it wasn't a problem until our head coach ended up seeing us, but we would end up playing Yu-Gi-Oh at the games <laughs> in between matches. At the during the games. Dur- during games, like we, so, for most of my high school career, we would go out. We would um, go play Yu-Gi-Oh while we weren't playing. So like every <laughs> everyone had decks. Everyone brought them to freaking practice. So. <laughs> Was it everyone in JV or the whole team? Yeah, everyone in JV. The varsity oh. players actually played seriously, so it's not, like, a big deal. But so yeah. we were playing Yu-Gi-Oh! during this one away game, right? And our our coach at the time quit, so we really didn't have a coach anymore. Uh, so uh-huh. we could basically do whatever we, whatever we wanted to a certain extent. So we play Yu-Gi-Oh! in between matches, right? And then uh-huh. we were going up against a, one of the more important opponents. But in JV, I think we won every single, every single school because, it, oh it, wow, no, just because it's JV. Nobody like are they everyone fields all their good players into varsity. Oh, so you just had so much talent that your JV was better than their their JV. Um, I think more was because on our you league had more better because one of the schools we played, oh. uh, they didn't have. They, so they had like four players in their junior varsity. So we were like, um, how are we supposed to play? Damn. So they, they fielded players from their other sports. They got some badminton players and some soccer uh, players, and they just handed them rackets. Yeah. And they were like, all right, well, you have to play That's so that hilarious. we can play this game. And so we had to teach okay. the other team how to play tennis before we beat them. It was like, um. You should just taught them how to play Yu Gi Oh, man. <laughs> To say next time you come over, bring your decks. We can, we can. I'll send you to the shadow realm. Dude. Be more of a challenge. That that was like one of the <laughs> weirdest tennis matches I've ever played. Is we taught them it's how to so play weird. and then yeah. played them, which is like, they're like, "Wow, you guys are good," and I'm like, "Not really." 
<laughs> you just you just never played tennis in your life and making us look really good. Oh, and so going back to the story, so we were playing Yu-Gi-Oh, and then I guess it was one against one of the better opponents. So our head coach uh, does a surprise visit because he wants to see us do well against the other team. But he sees all of us just playing Yu-Gi-Oh like on the field and just not paying attention <laughs> at all. And he was like, oh my God, you guys are going to die like everyone saw it in his eyes like yeah. he's gonna kill us all because he takes tennis really seriously some of our our, yeah. our varsity players were really good they actually played very competitively in tournaments and stuff like that but our jv were like right. doo, 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 Yu-Gi-Oh. it's like pretty bad <laughs> and so he made he made the rest of the team watch the games that were still going on while doing push-ups until uh-huh. the games were over Oh, and then he basically That's... banned us from doing like any more of this janky shit. <laughs> but like, I just remember that's like the day my arms hurt the most ever because it was, it was still like two sets of games that we had to just do push-ups and watch the games with. That's like that's like two hours of time to do push-ups. Dude, that's pretty fun. I think I think that sounds like I think most teens they're like especially you know regular high schools. You have people who are super try hard competitive people. You know who end up going varsity or whatever, yeah. and then you have people who just kind of show up for the credit for like just because they need athletics as for a college application or something, or just like people who just don't care, just want to have fun. And there's always that, and it's yeah, it's pretty funny. Like I don't yeah, we had some people like that too, and. I don't know. It was cool. Like, I remember um, I was playing Yu-Gi-Oh! 2. And it's not about Yu-Gi-Oh! But, like, Welcome it was a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and then, you know, it was just, like, a joke. Like, I ended up playing it. Like, we bought our, like, our old, you know, old decks that we used to play as kids. And then we brought it to the, um, me and a couple of varsity people ended up bringing it to our pool deck. And we're just dicking around, you know. Like, we bought up tables and, like, guys, we're going to play Yu-Gi-Oh! And, like, everyone just laughed at us. Like, you know, screw you guys. This is going to be fun, you know? <laughs> and then I think we started something. And then, like, after we stopped playing, like, it ended up being, like, people playing Yu-Gi-Oh! during our swim meets and stuff. And we're like, man, we look, we look kind of foig right now. Like, it doesn't, we don't look like a team. <laughs> you know what? It was pretty funny. I thought it was funny. It was, like, the best times. And you know what? My tennis team in Temple City 2, our tennis team actually played Yu-Gi-Oh! too. Maybe it was a theme of our like, years. M- Maybe it's a thing. Like, I think it's a theme for 10. I don't know. But, like, it was funny. Like, I I enjoyed it. It was pretty fu- I thought it was pretty fun. I, yeah. Like, yeah. Didn't you? Weren't you guys, like, with the varsity team? Like, didn't you guys have, like, fundraisers or, like, something with the with the team? Or, like, no? Ah, uh, You know, we, we always had these janky fundraisers at Roundtable Pizza. And no one ever went. So, it was just us. We, ha- we had to show up mandatory. So, we, like, uh-huh. go to Roundtable Pizza, like, pay for pizza and then leave it's like we never made but how much money do we need just for buses basically i don't know dude buses are expensive though yeah it's chartering but yeah so yeah i don't yeah honestly man high school athletics are so dumb well not for most people but at the end of the day it's so hard to play some of these athletics like unless you really really work at it like tennis you can't just play tennis in your backyard well i guess you could but if you're rich yeah but you could right it's really hard to play like the, unless you're playing basketball like you can't really play the same competitive level of sports if you're not doing it in college or professionally yeah it's i don't know high school athletics is 
it's i think it was just a lot of time just used for people to socialize and stuff like so yeah, much socialization there's the people who are like right and 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 you know people grow up doing a sport and being very competitive at it and that sport just becomes uh, a competition kind of thing and other people just like want like i said just want to get the grade or get the athletic thing under the belt and that's pretty much it but yeah i thought high school athletics was pretty cool it was funny and it was like kind of a shit show most of the times but it was pretty good yeah i, I didn't think I, I think i had more fun not playing the sport but being with the people at the sport than to actually play you know I think our JV team, though, these suspensions that year, like, they suspended us per game, like, if we goofed around, but we goofed around a lot. Like, some games, we would just leave the game and go buy food somewhere, like, at away games. We're like, what do they have around here? And then we just leave. And then we got suspended for that. What the heck? Not from school, but like. So they, so they, they, they spent like the bus fare and everything to get everything all set up for the JV team to go eat, (laughs) eat around and not even show up to their matches. So like the first set, would people would play and we'd be like, oh, what do you want? We'll get it for you, like from this place, and we'd just leave and then come back. So there's some days we we we'd go and just bring boba to the games and then get suspended from from playing. Man. You guys are you guys are crazy. You guys just pretty much didn't do anything. Most not. Anything, but, this, but that like, was JV though, so it's like, what what can you expect? We were playing better than every other team in JV, so we don't really like. Can we? We're not really supporting you. One guy, one guy in our JV team got suspended for playing with only his left hand against the team, other team. Oh, he's just like the other people were just that unskilled compared to that person. Why do you get yeah, suspended so he, though? Because our coach said that's uns- it is unsportsmanlike to, like, oh, I can beat you with my left hand. I mean, how does the how does the opponent know that you're right-handed? No, unless he verbally our- said you suck. I'm using my left hand, and I'll still beat you. Oh my god! Actually, there's some people oh, yeah. who took it really seriously. And we're in JV. Remember, this is not we're not the roads to professionals. So right. there is this one guy. He, he he would scream, "Yeah!" After every point he made, like every single point, he would scream, "Yeah!" Oh. And then every point, he he brought a bag full of rackets. Like a, like he must have had like ten or fifteen rackets in the like a humongous bag. So like every like every time he lost a a I think a game, he would throw his racket on the ground and it would shatter into pieces. And then his his mom would come and bring him another racket. What the heck? Was he was he like young? Yeah, was he like really young or something? Was he was JV like actually pretty good for his age or something or was he actually like bad? I don't know, man. Like some of that stuff is whack. Like you don't, shouldn't take it so you shouldn't take anything so seriously. Dang. And I, I I like the visual of the mom. It's okay. Here's a new racket. <laughs> Just running up to him and telling him it's okay and giving a dude. Ah, man, some parents are just like I don't know, man. This is a little bit too sheltered, you know? Like, you're, you're a little bit too into JV tennis in high school. Yeah, you're a little bit too sheltered. See, so there's people like that, and then there's people like us dicking around getting suspended from games. I just, I just remember yeah. they, that mm-hmm. the day with we, where we played Yu-Gi-Oh!, I think he suspended half the team. So, like, basically the other half had to play, who never play any games ever. Man. It's, it's, it's pretty crazy. bad. Crazy, but, crazy. I mean, did you take high school sports really competitively? 
yeah, I think I I was definitely on the more serious side of it. But yeah, like he, like you said, the best part about high school uh, athletics was the people you hang around with. Like the times where you don't actually play the sport is probably like the best times that I remember. But yeah, I was definitely definitely on the um, the competitive side. I mean, I've been swimming since I was well. I started swimming when I was like you know first grade or whatever i was on a swim team since forever and like that's why i took it so seriously and because i took it so seriously um kind of rubbed off really badly but you know i was just a dick i i realized that i was a dick in high school but oh you were the guy who was throwing rackets y- on the ground yeah yeah but i'm yeah but also being asshole like he's just being an asshole to himself you know but like i was being a dick to everybody which was you know i learned that now but <laughs> Um, yeah, I took it very seriously. I took water polo less seriously because it's a team sport and I just started playing freshman year. So, like, I thought that was fun. Like, I think I did, what, four years of varsity swim and two years of varsity polo. And that's why I was so serious about it. I mean, like, we always try to get CIF times and, like, make it to those big meets and stuff. And, no, yeah, definitely a very 180-degree kind of thing between your high school and my high school um, athletic careers and like experiences because it was just i don't know took took i was the person who took it a little bit too seriously um but yeah like a lot of fun stuff happens though um that's about it i mean we swam like d1 d2 and we played water polo in d2 d3 so it was definitely very um competitive but the people were the ones who made it worthwhile that's for sure yeah, at the end of the day, you don't remember too much of actually playing the games or the people right. you played, but you do remember the time you spent with your friends, you know? Yeah, definitely. That's why I think I think that was the reason why high school was pretty good for me. Like that and that's why. Like without swimming and and water polo and athletics, like I wouldn't it wouldn't have been the same. It would have been like way bad, you know? Really? You think you needed high school athletics? <clears throat> yeah, I think so. Like, uh, kind of grew up, you know, Chubb's ass, like, like pretty big. And um, it was, like, very bad because, like, people actually didn't really know who I was up to freshman year. But that's because in, my, in, that, in that group as a swimmer, like, being able to perform the way I did, it was, like, that's how people actually remembered who I was. So, like... W- because in in our school district we didn't have swim until high school so no one knew who i was in this in you know in a school district at all and so once i had a swim team behind me in high school and able to make that happen like that was when you know i came out of my shell a little bit and so yeah i I needed a swim in high school like that team like i think i would have been like i don't want like a stereotypical asian like you know whatever like i don't want to be mean but like i would have been like a stereotypical like nobody and wow. that that's just be yet yeah, and that's just because and i'm not saying like i would i know that i that my personality at that time being an introvert at that time and now i'm hosting a podcast but being an introvert at that time and wow not, look how far we've come no no you know i'm to <laughs> my own horn a little bit but that's what high school athletics did for me like it changed me and it made me a better person you know even though yeah i'm you know i was the dick or whatever but without that i feel like my high school career would have been just 
just would have been the same. Like I, I, I know that I wouldn't have made the friends that I've made. Like these people are people that I knew that I wouldn't ever talk to, you know, and these people ended up being, or like a few of them ended up staying with me through college and still now. And those people are like the, my closest friends right now. So without them, without swim and high school athletics in general, I would have just been a shitter. I would have just been an asshole with nothing to, to back it up with, you know, like but, I would have oh, just but been still an asshole though. No, but still an asshole. Like I know for sure. Like I would, I'm still an ass. I was like, I, I grew up, you know, a little bit since then, but definitely still kind of an asshole, immature person in high school for sure. But this time I would have been in a, by myself too. And an asshole. Well, I've so. seen the pictures of you in a uh, fucking sunglasses indoors in the speedo or whatever. That stuff is whack, dude. Come on, man. Don't bring that up. But yeah, come no, on. What I are you? That, that's the whole point of this <laughs> this segment. Just to bring up your He's putting me on blast. Bring up that one picture. No, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. As you can tell from that picture, is very different. I can't. I can't even think about doing that kind of stuff. The things that I did in high school. And but you know, it sucks because a lot of people from home who stayed at home. That's their lasting impression of me. You know, like they didn't see me grow the next bloom the last into a butterfly. Years, they you know? only they see like, you as the guy in the- bloom into a butterfly. The, that was just a dick, and and you know that's just how it is. And I dig, dug my own hole, dug myself a hole. But you know, it, as long as I'm moving on, and I know that to learn from all that stuff and learn to not be such a dick or not make it a visible that I am a dick. Um, but yeah, I think that's. That's pretty big thing for me to get out of that and go to college and you know you guys got to see a little bit of the better side of me. So I think a lot of the times where like I um told my st- stories about m- me cussing people out in front of everybody and me being a super major asshole in high school and when I told that to my college friends they're like what the Did heck? you really Did you do, do that? that? You like, yelled at people? You took it that serious? okay i was serious to the point where like i hated our team being a laughing stock like our jv team was pretty bad and that's not really and that's because our our we didn't have tryouts we didn't care like our school didn't care so like people who would join we had to teach people how to swim to you know and they're on the swim team stuff like that and so coming from a really competitive background it kind of made me mad how like other people would talk crap about our school because our jv team which like didn't even know how to swim or like didn't even know when it was time for them to get ready to swim like we were just totally disorganized and so one one couple a uh, couple of months into the se- my senior se- uh, season my coach actually asked me to run oh, some of the practices cool. and help out the yeah and, and that's cool because i was like oh well like i really thought coaching might have been a career or something like that i wanted to do so it's like oh you know i brought it up to her before and she's like yeah why don't you take this couple months and actually uh do some practices and so people thought that i wanted to just boss everyone around and yell at them and stuff and and so that just kind of made my reputation even worse but um yeah it's whatever like you learn and grow from that and it's that's what Man, I did, so. we had some pretty opposite high school athletic careers i i'm probably no, one yeah. of the people you would have yelled yeah, at like yeah, yo very... what the fuck are you doing but i guess yeah yeah we ended I... up somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. I, we met somewhere in the middle no yeah that's yeah it's all right though mm-hmm. i mean high school at the end of the day yeah. you, they're just memories it's not something that like, you could you don't swim like every day and I, I sure 
I right. sure don't do any athletic mm-hmm. anything ever. So, uh, right. Uh huh. That's yeah. Yeah, it's oh, it's always it fun. fun. That's it's it's a fun time that I think we don't appreciate when we're doing it because it's one of the last times you'll be with a group of people that you see every day, you know, for three hours, like every single day. Yeah, and you you don't you don't have that interaction with people like that anymore. Like after high school, you go to college, you have classes. They switch every ten weeks or whatever. Like you don't see most of the people again. You don't hang out with them. If, three hours a day every single day you know so you so there's a friends that are like yeah once you don't hang on to those friends it's hard for you to meet other ones other people that you can really get to know on a deep level because like you don't hang out with the same people three hours a day every single day like it's just not possible you won't find that i mean it's possible but in general you won't be able to find a group of people who would want to do that you know yeah i appreciate it while you can Uh, And with that, we're going to take a quick break before we go into Benson's topic. Uh, See you in a second. Well, for for you a second, for us a couple of minutes. All right. So uh, that was a pretty first good first topic i think this week i want to talk a little bit more about goals um i know that you know while you're progressing in life you have small goals you have big goals you have goals that you you do or you try to meet every single day and they're goals that you set i think you know 10 15 years down or for your whole life right and without goals and and as cliche as it sounds without goals you have really no purpose in what you're doing yeah, like nothing. Uh, yeah, right? I guess. Ouch. <laughs> I mean, that's true. I, I think because I'm such a, I, I am a decently goal-oriented person. Like, I have goals, you know, and and I'll tell you a little bit about them later. But I, I'm there's, I think there's a big distinction between your overall goal and your happiness and what you want to do later on in your life, and just small goals that you set yourself when you see a problem arise. You know, like when I was growing up, back to you know athletics and again, like I had, I mean, I grew up so competitive with sports and stuff that I had you know micro goals, goals about like meeting my certain time, doing this, having my stats like this, or or, or goals like that. I think now that. I was out of that out of that small bubble of what I what I was really doing goal wise for my own personal you know benefit. I I really thought about my goals way bigger, like family goals and and life goals and stuff like that. And and yeah, everyone's gonna say yeah, my goal is to make a buttload of money and also have a banger job and like. I'll wake up and uh, it doesn't even feel like it's a job, you know, like stuff like that. People <laughs> people say that, but that's like such a small percentage of people get to live that life, you know, and, and I'm definitely not living that life. As much as I enjoy how much I work, please don't fire me for saying this. There's still things that I want to do in my life. And there's goals that I've set since I was a little kid um, for my parents. None of this, none of the major goals I've set were for myself other than you know making a butt load of money but that's still going back to my parents you know but i have two huge goals that i want to do and i don't think anyone really knows about this only a couple people yeah know i've never it. heard this before actually <laughs> yeah and my goals oh yeah i think i don't know who i told you but like my two major goals in life one's for my mom and one's for my dad and i think one's for my the one for my dad is more like growing up 
he you know we struggle with our business and stuff like with his business and the only thing that really kind of brought us together as a family me and my him me and my dad had like small moments in time where we we would always spend time together you know and 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 for this case it's making juices and making smoothies like that's it but every time we'd have a lot of interesting fruits come in from the store or whatever was on sale we'd pick it up like my dad would tell me oh he used to be a a, a bartender in new york and although he doesn't really know any, I mean, he still knows, but he doesn't really mix alcoholic drinks when I was a little kid, obviously, right? Uh, he would, you know, incorporate what he learned and like the flavors and what flavor profile, what works as well. And he made it into a smoothie and drink and, you know, whatever. And, and really kind of like presented that for me to learn. And so I was, so now I'm still making smoothie, obviously, with my friend or with my family and making them for them. But my one major goal is to kind of tie it all together. Like he always talks about making his own shop and, 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 um, you know, making drinks. It's like he would, like, every time we go out, it's like, oh, how much do you pay for that smoothie? And it's like, oh, it's like five bucks. You know, it's so expensive nowadays, you know? I could buy like all the fruits, like, you oh know, man, that is a racket. It is like, so expensive. So, yeah, it's so expensive now, you know? Like, go to blenders, like, what, $5, $5.50, whatever? And so, my major goal, it wasn't, I didn't even tell him about this or anything like that. My major goal is like be stable enough to actually open a shop for him and, and get him out of what he's doing now and just kind of like focus on doing things that he, you know, like he actually enjoys doing. And so my goal for my dad is actually open up a small shop for him and, and maybe we can work on it together or something. And, and he can have something that he can regrow another business for him to cherish and kind of like mature into like a bigger thing. And I think that was my goal for my dad. And it kind of coincides with my goal for my mom. My mom is the best cook that I know. And she makes bomb banger video uh, videos dinners, and um and every single time my friend would come over, or any of my friends would come over to eat, I think the same question is, do you think it could sell this? Like you know, like it's kind of a joke, you know. But she takes it pretty seriously. She tried to learn things and stuff like that, and I and it kind of helped that my dad, you know, has another food thing that I want to do for him. So I was like thinking it would be really sick if my mom would make her own, um, have her own restaurant and then have my dad's little thing as part of the restaurant as a big thing. I don't know. It's like those, that's like the kind of goals that I have in my head. Like none of these goals are for myself. None of these goals are like, oh, I want to do this. I want to have a house at this. I want to get married at this. I want to like, that stuff is irrelevant to me because I feel like that, even that kind of small, that's a little bit too small scale for me still, you know, especially where I am right now. Like when I'm thinking goals, I'm thinking big things like what I just told you. Like I, I want to be able to provide, be able to do that for my parents. And that's, that is how I base everything off of that. That's why I bust my ass at work. And that's, that's why I work so hard just so I can kind of like, you know, slowly make it up and hopefully those dreams become a reality soon for my parents. You know, that's so sweet. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like I, you know, and it's weird because I, with how I was raised and stuff, like my parents never put themselves ahead of, you know, obviously I think most parents like, you know, blessed enough or lucky enough that your parents, put you or your children over you and before you before them and so they didn't ever even instill these thoughts into me or anything like that and and this is just something that i i haven't told them like i've never said like 
I'm like, no, hey, dad, I'm going to do this for you. Hey, mom, this is what I'm working for. But I think it'd be cool, like, if I did that, you know. And I think that's that's it. Like, that's why I kind of, like, I thought about that the other day. And I was like, okay, well, that's a goal. Like, that's what I define a goal as um, in my head and where I am. Of course, there's small goals, like, you know, like, be more sociable or, you know, go out more and meet new people. But, you know, that's, I feel like that has less of a meaning for me than something like this. That's like, those are, that's like, oh, I did not think you meant like super serious. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. Maybe maybe I should have gone first. It's like, there's nothing that can really. This just came real serious. I want to be an astronaut, you know? No, and that's just how, no, that's just how, that's just how I do it. That's just what the kind of goals that I put. And, and, and that's just open to Mike, how I interpreted when he, when we talked about goals, like what are goals? And that was like the only two things. Like I couldn't think of anything else. Like there's like nothing for me to say. Like the that's my goal. That tells you everything about me. You know, like, um, jeez, dude. Yeah. What about you, man? Really (laughs) setting the bar high. But my goals are a little more, a little more selfish. No, no. It's just Uh, how for me. (sighs) Jesus. (laughs) For me, I. You ever see the movie Yes Man? If Man. No, Yes Man. Like it's it's uh got you know Ace Ventura who's that guy? Uh, Jim Carrey. Yeah, Jim Carrey. It's got him uh-huh. in it, uh-huh. and I think Jessica. Oh Alba. yes, man, yes man. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. And I love yeah. that movie. That movie's funny. So I'm I used to be someone who would be more of the what Jim Carrey's character was at the beginning. You know, very like don't want to do anything. Right. Just uh have your own personal goals above everything else and don't do anything new or special or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so after watching that movie, I was like, I'm going to get Jessica Alba as a bride. I'm joking. Of course, <laughs> uh, is to take more of the, the yes man, uh, stance. Like, well, if someone asks me if I want to do something, I'll do it. Or if I see something interesting, I'll do it. You know, it's more of a live life to its fullest. And I wanted to set my goal as if you're offered with something that you can do uh, and it would do normally, it's not just watching a movie or like reading a book or even if it's something like that. Like if I see something that seems to be interesting, I'll go do it. And that's kind of why I wanted to start a podcast. And I, I end up taking all these like weird micro goals. It's like I have like drawing tablets like so I can draw. I have, you know recording equipment so i can record a podcast uh one of my goals actually is to record like a one at least one rap trap before i uh graduate from from college you know i have a you know a, a midi board so that i can produce music it's just like i take all these micro goals and i usually it's actually kind of bad that i take so many because i really don't accomplish a lot of them so actually finish recording like podcasts is kind of surprising to me that I actually went through and uh, committed to something like that. And and you not only did you like are you like a personality on the podcast, you're actually the one who's producing it. So like you're actually learning these small things that you know you can use for other goals that you make. But I know like by living with you, I know that or before that, I know that you did split your time into a bunch of different hobbies and a bunch of different, you know, small things, but it also makes you a lot easier to relate to and for a person. Like you have, you've done so many things and you know, so many things 
about at least you know a little you dabble so you know like so you know a little bit about something where you can use that for you know for other things in your life which is pretty cool i think that's that's very different from who who I am. I'm more I split like a shotgun, while you're more of like a, a rifle, just like hone in on something. I like to just learn about so many like little things and little nuances and programs and all sorts of things. Like I learned to code and I learned to right. draw and I learned to produce music. It's just, but it's not. It doesn't. I think I should focus a little more. Maybe a goal I should have is to focus a little more on one or two things instead of like 10 to 12 things at a time but it's something that i really like to do something that i'm i like novel novel experiences and that's why i chose to take more of the the yes man route where it's like if something presents itself i'll do it yeah i feel like it's also um the last couple of years i you know my senior year and stuff like the last year and you i noticed that you've you really became the yes man kind of meant you had you adopted a yes man um, mentality you know like when someone has a dumb idea let's do this and you're like okay okay let's go i guess you know like, yeah that, like that's the classic austin response like okay i guess i'll do that or yeah okay sure let's do it you know like that just became how you responded to like every weird request or weird yeah you know, there'd be days i'd be sleeping right? hunter would come in wake me up he's like hey you want to go do x or y i'm like okay let me let me just get take a shower or something. <laughs> oh God, it's 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 uh, yes, man is probably not the right term because that's really what you say when you when you're like kind of compliant and you give in to everyone else's like requests. But I think it's kind of apt here. And a lot of times I'll drag you guys into doing things that seem interesting, even though it it a lot of times doesn't pan out correctly. Like one time me and Benson or me, Benson and Hunter were in his hometown and I was like, what, what could be fun to do? So I'm looking for stuff. Right. And then I find this place that, uh, it's like a bar that serves steaks for like, for like $7. I'm like $7 steaks. That sounds interesting. Right. It wasn't even a steak. It was like a steak, potato, vegetables, like the whole, like the whole platter did for $7. I was like, man, that's such a steal. We have to go. We have to go. So I'm like, okay. And so we we get inside, right? And there's like, it's basically like a museum. There's like dinosaur aged people, like just <laughs> wait, wait, wait. They were like 40 years old, dude. They're like 40. 50. Were they? They weren't that old. Yeah, they weren't that old. <laughs> Maybe my bad experience just kind of exaggerates that in my mind. I was just like, oh shit, this is not a fun thing to do on a Friday night. <laughs> But you know what's weird? We actually grabbed, we actually sat in the booth like we're about to order. But then the service was so bad, they never talked to us. So we had time to be like, well, let's get out of here. Yeah, we were sitting there for a while. I was like, oh, Jesus, are these steaks worth it? Probably not. But, oh, man, you know, one day I'm actually going to go back and have that steak, though. I, I swear to you, I will go get. Wait, actually, Dude, I think I'm that place down. is closed. Let me know. Is it? No. I don't know. You know, you know what? It by. might be because, well, I mean, yo, Tumblesee is like a, a one square mile. It's like mad small. And I've never heard of this. It's like, oh, let's go to this bar. I'm like, we have bars here? What? And it was like legit, like boarded up almost, like hole in the wall. Like, no, it was. But I mean, there was a decent amount of people in there. Yeah, actually, Just that is super dinos- surprising. Dinosaur it people. looked like a, yeah. a dilapidated <laughs> building. No, nobody's been in there for years. It looks like Th- yeah, there's looks no like sign prepared there, for foreclosure. There's no sign on the door, like in a building. You're like, is it in here? Yeah. Honestly, at that point, we should have probably not gone in. We're like, okay, well, 
Yeah. But see, the, I had to know. That's that's something about me. But but now it's like now it's like eight to nine dollars, dude. They so, raised the price. You no, know, we lost our chance. Wow. Yeah, they did. That's a rip off, dude. Eight to nine dollar steak meal. Eight to nine dollar steak steak meal not <laughs> worth. <laughs> but I think it is this like the type of person I am. I, I'll drag people into wacky stuff, and I'll just end up doing whatever. And that's my goal. My goal is just to live life as in in a way where I can say at least I gave it a shot. You know, even if it's the worst. Right. thing ever i at least i gave it a shot and that's why i tried speed dating the other day you know it's it's mm-hmm. one of those kind of things that like if you if you pass up an opportunity you you won't get another chance you know like right you yeah. you can have a bad experience but at least you will not regret not doing it so that's kind of how i like to do it but there's some things i like definitely don't do and uh I mean, there's like, it's not like I say yes to anything. Like, ho oh, ho, yeah, you want to do, do some heroin? I'm not like, oh yeah, sounds good. Oh, so you know, like, was there ever a request where someone was like, man, or, or you thought, man, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I'm even though I am trying to live this yes man lifestyle, that's nothing I want to do and be a part of. Have you ever had that kind of request? I mean, no? there's like requests that seem outrageous that I probably won't do, like. It's skinny dipping in the ocean. For one, I am not a good swimmer. I am terrible swimmer. And for two, that's just not something I'm really apt to do. So I think something like yeah, that I won't yeah. do. I'll watch. Well, wait a minute. That sounds kind of okay. inappropriate. I'll, I'll watch. I'll watch you go skinny yeah. dipping. But Actually, that's even creepier if you put it like that. <laughs> There's stuff like that, you know, that I won't do. Just because I, I I remember going to the beach with you one day and you're like you want to swim to the like the end of the pier or something like that and so we just jumped in the water and we swam out and then I realized halfway uh-huh. through I'm like oh shit I suck at swimming and now the ocean's holding wait did you swim me back? <laughs> no, I was just making sure you didn't drown. That's for sure. Like I didn't have to pull you out. Like I think we're to the point where we're like we're like maybe two feet. Like we were like. We ended up not being able to stand on the bottom, and then we're like maybe one feet away from the floor. But then you're like, "Wait, I see. I'm actually getting pulled from the current." It's like, "Okay, crap. Let's turn back." And so we did. But you were fine, yeah. Yeah, I think I remember you having to swim me back in. So there's <laughs> there's requests like that that maybe I shouldn't do. Like, oh yeah, let's swimming sounds fun, sounds good idea, but it, it's just not a great idea. <laughs> so I'm here now. So that's, that's something. Well, since I didn't drown. Thank you for listening to the 5050 Podcast Episode 2. Please subscribe on SoundCloud and Facebook at soundcloud.com slash 5050podcast and facebook.com slash 5050podcast. Spelled out F-I-F-T-Y-F-I-F-T-Y. And we'll see you next week. Bye.